more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. Sunny with a high of minus three today, down to minus nine tonight. Two above tomorrow. Sunny all week. In fact, by Friday, six above the high. Right now, it's minus 12. Canadians are being advised to avoid all travel to China's Wubei province, where millions of people in multiple cities are under quarantine. And Hong Kong will sever all rail connections to mainland China starting on Friday. The death toll is now at least 106, with more than 4,500 cases, including two in Canada. Kobe Bryant's helicopter was flying on Sunday under special permission in not great visibility conditions that had grounded the L.A. Police Department's choppers. It's also come out that some of Bryant's family may have heard about his death from TMZ before police could inform them. And the Lakers and Clippers have postponed tonight's game out of respect for Bryant and his family. The Battle of Alberta resumes tomorrow night at Rogers. The Flames are here at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Chris has a new celebrity podcast featuring Tiffany Pratt, famous designer, stylist, and author. Talk to the dog. Engage with the dog. They're beautiful, beautiful creatures, incredible souls that are here to teach us something really important. And they, they represent something that's so much bigger than us. And we all strive to give and have unconditional love. And that's something that they give us so freely. And I think it's something that we should really, really regard as special. And it's not just a dog ever to me. And I really honor Poppy for that. I mean, every day I just feel like I could never do enough for her because she does so much for me. You can get the Celebrity Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And coming up in a few minutes with the Too Early for a Question question, BVJ tickets. I'm Crystal Darsh. That's what's trending. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Friday tickets for BBJF for grabs right now at 780-421-1039. All you got to do is, uh, well, get us the answer this morning. A third of women say they noticed this about the person they're dating for the first time. What is this, Diana? I think it's the smell. The smell of the person. Mm. Yeah. That's my, that's Jaquar Noir, no big deal. And that's Axe as well. I blend the two. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you know what? It's not the smell of the person, but that would be a logical one. That might be, I mean, if the smell is is quite rancid, I mean, I'm sure that most people would notice it right off the bat, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Have you dated a stinky person? Uh, no, no, I haven't. That's good. No, well, they're just so nervous around you because you're so beautiful, they sweat. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Nick, what do you think the answer is? Well, uh, just to clarify, is it like a, uh, you're asking about a personality trait or a physical trait? Physical trait. Um, their hands. All right, in what regard? Like the size, ruggedness. Oh, the size of their hands. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. You put your hand up like, let's see how big your hand is. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Before we get there, we got to get an answer to the too early for a question question this morning. It's uh, been a tougher one than we thought it would be. The question is, a third of women say they notice this about the person they're dating when they date them for the first time. Uh, teeth, smiles. Oh, you love the teeth, huh? You got to notice them, right? Yeah. It's fair. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's not the teeth, but that's a great guess. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Lisa, what do you think a third of women notice very first time they go on a date with somebody? Oh, geez. Um, I just had the answer for this, too. Um, body shape. Oh, yeah. Got the hourglass, where he's got the broad shoulders. <laughs> or has he got the beer gutters? He fit, you know, people pay attention to that. Oh, they do, eh? Oh, shoot. Dad bods are in, don't worry. <laughs> Thank goodness I'm married. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, Kyle, uh, the question this morning is a third of ladies notice this first when they're dating a person. 
is the fingernails. Bam. You got her, bud. It is, hey? Yeah, it is. It is. You're right on. Guys, don't keep them that long. It's easy to trim them up. You mean girls? No, no, no. Guys, too. But the, the Cardi B three-inch long fingernails, doesn't that show that you're affluent and successful and you don't have to do dishes? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I chew, if only it worked like that. Eh? I, yeah, I'm an Oiler fan. I chew mine off. <laughs> Any sports fan would. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. You're going to Big Valley on the Friday night. It's going to be the Friday All-Canadian Day, and what a day it promises to be. Michelle Wright, Hunter Brothers, Terry Clark, and Dallas Smith. Awesome. Right on. Yeah, make sure your fingernails are ready to go. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, so uh, we were away for a while, and while we were away, because you know what it's like prepping to be away. You don't want to fill your fridge and things with stuff that you're Especially not gonna, perishables, right? That you're not going to need. So uh, then you come home from vacay and your house is like not ready for you to eat in it. So you, you, get nothing you there. stop at Save On and you pick up milk and bread. And well, you should, but if you don't, and we didn't for like three days, so things just kept you just kept going in the cupboard, like and opening it and reopening it. Like there would be new stuff there when you open it. Like have you ever done that? Where you oh open yeah, up the, the walk to the fridge where you keep looking at it a like, thousand times, nothing. Yeah, really changes. like something you know, miraculously is going to show up. Oh in look, there. a pizza! Exactly. There's nothing in the cupboard but ingredients. I yeah. hate. I hate that. There's yeah. nothing to eat. Ingredients. Right. Well, there could be a can of beans, just maple whatever beans, right? So and your so, standard maple baked bean. Exactly. So I ripped open a can of those suckers and I ate it, and that's what I had for dinner. Now the question is. Does that qualify as dinner? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. Crystal? Can we win a prize for the right answer? Or? Is, it, is it dinner? Um, I would say yeah, I, but I would add toast. No, yeah, but no toast. Can't. No, you can't. It's if, just... if you have to add, if, you, if you're thinking in your head, Crystal, that, well, it would have been more like dinner if he had a piece of toast with it, then it clearly isn't. Then I'm going to say no, because that's a deal breaker. You're eating like a soldier on the front lines yes. in World War II. Yes. Well, then I've, like got an, then I've got an MRE, and it's got dessert in it, too, because Canadian MREs are awesome, by the way. What are MREs? Meals ready to eat. Oh, okay. It's like a ration that you get in the- <laughs> It's not dinner! Like, you open up a can of beans... I felt very full when I was done eating that whole can of beans. And I, the like, amount of sugar in a can of maple beans? Lots. A tons. All right. It's old maple sugar. <laughs> That's not dinner. That's not dinner. You it's need to supplement. Fiber. It's I, a lot of fiber, a lot of protein. I don't know. I thought it was more dinner than some of the stuff I've eaten. Like, I agree. It, I think it is, yes, uh, but come, not dinner. I'm working towards an actual dinner. What about you? What do you think? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Is it dinner? Is it dinner? Again, we came back from vacay and uh, reluctantly didn't go grocery shopping for about three days. And so by the time it was all said and done, I had a can of beans for dinner. <laughs> Bless you, Matt. And I felt so nourished and just so complete. Stop lying. Stop trying to sway votes. I'm not. It's- but By the way, they were cold, too. I love cold oh, beans. Oh, that's disgusting. Cold maple beans. Ick. Right out of the can. Uh, no, I... We're going to say this can was a standard size. So it's about 390 mils. Yeah. At about 160 calories per 150 mils. That okay. gives you around just over 300 calories. Sure. I It's getting closer to dinner for me. Yeah. Actually. But I still don't think you break the cusp. You also <laughs> had like 48 grams of sugar in that meal. That's lots. <laughs> That's tons. All right. Uh, what are people saying on text, uh, Crystal? Got a text here. Why not? It's food. But a tip. I make a couple days worth of food and then freeze them when I get home. Have time to microwave them. Now, that's the whole point is you've come home and they're not ready. So you're not playing the game here. All right. 
Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, Matthew says, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. If you eat it and it nourishes you, then it's a meal. My wife went to stay with her mom for the week. I've been living off chips. If that's not a meal, then I haven't eaten since Sunday. <laughs> My friend, you haven't eaten since Sunday. Uh, all right. You can't live off salt. Somebody says beans right out of the counter are the best. Everybody's living like hobos. I love it. What's going on? Why would you bother? If the power's out and you're seeing by candlelight, beans out of a can, kind of cool, one time If only. you're a train-riding hobo. Otherwise. And you don't have a fire. Gotta have open toast. Open the beans and eat them. But that's not a meal. Needs you, toast. All right. What do you think? You know, you put some wieners in there. Yeah, No, sure. no, no. Hang on. No wieners. Just, I don't know. What's the fancy Just straight word? beans. Just just straight beans. Just open up a can of beans and eat the whole can. If that's all you got, that's what you get. Are you a doomsday prepper? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you eating just beans? <laughs> That's all we had, okay? That's all we had. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Is it dinner? We thought we were done with it, but we can't be done with it until you're done with it. Is it dinner? A cold can of beans right out of the can. Mm-mm-mm. I think that's the problem. Uh, with uh, there seems to be a battle now about if, if is it dinner if it's cold like you don't have to heat something up for it to be dinner I'll stand by you even though I think it's gross yeah is that it doesn't matter if it's cold or hot it's still not dinner yeah hey Matt it's so different though when you heat it up yeah it tastes better mmm ah <laughs> Got a text here. It's better. When I was a kid, we would eat alfagetti cold out of the can, and Chef Boyardee ravioli is best cold. Yeah, 100%. Chris and I are totally down on this. 100%. 100%. Uh, in cowboy movies, they used to eat beans out of a can. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, in 1866. Around the, around the fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, 20, I like this 20. one. If Chris felt okay with it, then it's a meal. It's not how Chris feels. That person's zen. Yeah. I completely agree with you, Texter. Thank you for that. Corey, you always have an interesting take. Is it dinner? Oh, the beans with two pieces of toast, put the beans over the top, warmed up in a microwave, takes two minutes to cook a meal, and it turns out fantastic. I agree. That's a meal. But he didn't have the toast. He didn't connect the dots. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. Even if you just warm up the beans and eat them, they're still delicious. They're high in protein and fiber. They're good for you. Why would you have to warm them up, though? I like everything cold. Cold Because soup. the fat on the bacon, the bacon at the top of the can, you can see the fat's kind of gross. You want to warm that up. Yeah. No, no, you just stir yeah, especially it. Especially when that's already solidified. That's in your guts, like sticking that's, to the side of your intestines. That's mm. like something the dog threw up. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. My daughter is getting married this year, and the wedding plans are going well. I was kind of hoping it wasn't going to consume our time and effort, but I tell you what, every split second of the time, of the, the day when my wife and daughter are talking, they're talking marriage. They really are. They're talking about bridal parties. They're not bridal, like, like events. They're talking about this. They're talking about that. We're going to be doing some stuff a little bit later on today, but it's all good. It's exciting. It's a good thing. Well, I mean... It's a big thing. It is. It's a huge life event. Only happens once, hopefully. Um, yeah, only got one daughter. So anyway, on the phone is uh, my daughter's fiance, Renato. And uh, Renato, let's just uh, say that you're easygoing when it comes to this stuff, aren't you? You know what? I've been, I feel like I've been pretty relaxed about the whole planning uh, so far as well. And again, I'm, I am pretty relaxed and don't really care about what we have. Although, again, for me, sort of like Bailey, traditions have never been something that are super important to me, but I never realized I felt so strongly about guest books. And that's the one thing I said, you know what? No guest books. I don't like them. We're not having one. (laughs) What is it with the guest book? We were sitting in here trying to figure out 
what the problem with it is. Is it the paper? Is it you're not going to look at it? Is it that it bungs up people getting inside the venue? Well, I think those are all sort of factors that come into play. But at the, at the end of the day, we've kind of thought about, you know, stripping away unnecessary things or, you know, things about weddings that don't excite us. And let me tell you, the thought of a guest book doesn't excite me. <laughs> well, it doesn't excite a lot of people, but it's a memory. Sure, but I feel like there are better memories that you can gather from a wedding. Pictures, with videos, 100%. Those, you can look back at that in 10 years and say, oh, you know, so-and-so was killing it on the dance floor. Or look at this outfit my aunt wore. But I'm not going to be able to have any sort of attachment to a guest book. I'm going to open it and not even be able to read half of the people's signatures because they have terrible handwriting. Yeah. As a writer, he doesn't want any writing. Crystal, well, how do you feel about this? We had a guest book, and we had someone take pictures of everyone as they arrived. And then... After the ceremony, someone ran off to one-hour photo, had them developed, brought it back. Everyone found their photo, glued it to the guest book, and wrote a message. So then we had a picture of everyone, because I have gone through it and said, I don't even know who this person is there. I'm like, well, I paid for their lunch. But, yeah. but I, I got to see everyone who was there, and their picture was next to what they wrote. So I loved it. Hmm. Well, see, that's a more, uh, I feel like, unique way of doing it. Uh-oh, maybe you just talked them into a guest book, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Nope, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about my fiance, well, my daughter's fiance, Renato. Your son-in-law to be. That's it, and I'll get I'll get used to saying that. It's all good. I'm very very thrilled that they're getting married, and they're really excited about the celebration. Lots of wedding plans going on, and uh, lots of different things on the go. But uh, on the weekend, he 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 told us the bad news that he just doesn't want a guest book. It was hilarious, and he just he he doesn't get passionate about anything really, except for Bailey. And he's just like, I don't want a guest book. No guest book. It's a no go for me. And we're like, what? The Random. most easygoing guy yeah. you've ever met. And Random the guest book. We're like, what? So he just said, he says, just doesn't believe in it, thinks it's a waste of time. It's like, whatever. So we're getting calls from people with suggestions on uh, you know, what other ways you can do it and work around the guest book with pictures and things like that. But the question is, you know, what is that one thing at your wedding or maybe somebody's wedding in your life where they were just like, like you know, I know somebody who just said if uh, the tinkling, tinkling of the glasses happened, that was going to be a very bad thing, for example. Like, no, don't be doing the glasses thing at your wedding, uh, Crystal. It's more of a vow renewal than the wedding. Okay. But it was a hill and I, I died on it. Yeah. We were in Vegas because I was doing a run and we and my and Rick and I and another couple wanted to renew our vows. Yeah. So it turned into, well, Elvis has to do this. And then it turned into the drive-through with Elvis and a convertible. And we had all this stuff lined up. And then I wanted doves released. And that was the hill that Rick died on. And the whole thing out the window because I couldn't have doves. (laughs) Are you... Are you a magician slash princess? <laughs> doves? Did Elvis Chapel have doves? Is that can, part of one of the oh, packages? They have any, they oh, you can you get want doves. The money for. Oh, you, yeah. You literally can't get doves. What was yeah. it going to cost? Elvis has got a dove guy? <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. All anyway, right. I died on that hill. Matt, at your wedding, I mean, let, let's be honest, you didn't make a lot of the plans. I didn't. No. It, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I, I had some say in certain things. The music was one of the things that I died on. Yeah. But for my wife, it yeah. wasn't so much what she didn't want, but yeah. what she did want. Yes. <laughs> she hates going to weddings and having bad food. Right. She says, like, bad food is the worst part of weddings. I don't know. <laughs> She's just got this thing about food. All right. Yes, yeah, she does. Whatever. Yeah. So we had to get, <laughs> we got Paul Schufeld, who's a pretty well-known <laughs> Yeah 
chef in the city to cater our wedding. <laughs> right. And it was amazing. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, not cheap, though. <laughs> How does he feel about a can of beans? <laughs> not a fan, I would imagine. Not a fan. All right. What about you? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103-939. What was the hill that you died on when it came to your wedding or your wedding uh, renewal? Like doves. Doves? I need doves. <laughs> it was just one thing too many. How uh, many doves would have been acceptable? Uh, I don't know. Like Probably about 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's way higher than I... This is the Kissin' Country Chris Jack and Matt podcast. So my soon-to-be son-in-law says the hill that he's going to die on when it comes to the wedding plans is basically no guest book. No guest book. That is the one and only thing that he wants done in this wedding. He does not care about anything else but no guest book. So we're looking for that hill that you wanted to die on. And uh, Matt, in your case, your wife, basically it was the food for her. Yeah, she said she wanted good food. <laughs> yeah. No, it didn't matter how much it cost. And it <laughs> Cost it. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. Got a text here. I'm I'm with Matt's wife. I rate weddings by how good the food is and how plentiful. Free booze is a must. To, do not invite this person to your wedding. Uh, after all, it's a celebration. Food and drinks should be the center of that. If I'm going to spend the better part of a day and evening with the bride and groom, they better feed me. Well, there you go. Huh? To be, it doesn't matter what catering company does it. It's hard because you've got to serve 100 people a plate of food and make it good. It's mm. hard. Just got a text from Agnes saying, I cannot stand weddings where there's dozens of speeches that just go on and on and on. My wedding, we kept down to the basics. Best man, maid of honor, parents of the groom, parents of the bride, and a couple. I also asked everyone to keep it down to a few minutes so we could party faster. Thankfully, everyone was super happy to keep it short. Yes, 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 yes. You've, you've attended a lot of weddings. Is oh. there any one that really stands out for bad speeches? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what he's going to talk you, about. You know what the worst thing you can ever do, and I've emceed a million weddings in my life or even done some funerals and events, open mics are just a disaster. I have never seen an open mic speech actually go well. Like you, at, at the end of it, you're like, boy, I'm glad they came up and did that. <laughs> it's just Somebody's getting up there who's loser drunk, half the family doesn't like. They're just ill-prepared usually, right? All right, what about you, Amanda? The hill you die on when it comes to weddings? Well, it's a little bit odd, but my mom was insistent that I had my nephew for the ring bearer for our wedding. Yes. And I chose my husband's dog. Okay. <laughs> Good job. That's what I did. Child or dog. Child or I dog. I love it. But to be fair, I had never met my nephew. Yeah. He was two years old and he didn't speak English. Okay. Well, either does your dog. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hello. We're talking about wedding hills that we died on for yeah. our wedding. Yes. So my husband is very much like Renato. He's very, like, happy-go-lucky. And I planned our whole wedding. He was happy to go along with everything that I was saying and doing. Well, we got married back east, so I did a lot of, um, you know, Amazon wasn't so popular, but I would order things and I would ship them back to his mom. And we would plan everything. And I thought he was paying attention to all the plans that we were making. Uh Uh-oh. But it turns out, like, he didn't really quite listen to the full plan. So (laughs) we were to have a candy bar, and I had ordered chocolate fountain, and needed to have one that was gluten-free because we had several family members that couldn't have um, gluten. So we we had two chocolate fountains. Well, it came time, like, a couple days before the wedding, we went to Bulkhorn. And apparently he never got the memo about how much money we were spending on the candy bar. And he, like, tried to put his foot down and say, we're not buying this. This is ridiculous. And I just, like, 
lost my mind, and I was like, we're not getting married then if we don't have this. <laughs> and uh, in the end, I got everything I wanted, and I there was a huge amount of candy and chocolate, and I just stood it uh, up, and when we said our thank yous, I told all the kids to fill fill all the little candy bags and have as much candy and chocolate as you want. Like, please. Yeah. My favorite part of this whole conversation was when you said he tried to put his foot down. (laughs) It was all fun and games until I checked the bank statement, too. (laughs) Well, we had saved. We had planned. I'd gone over so many times. Two chocolate fountains. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, so my daughter's getting married this year, and her uh, fiancé says... But I never realized I felt so strongly about guest books, and <laughs> that's the one thing I said, you know what, no guest books, I don't like them, we're not having one. We're not having one, there you go. That's basically the only thing he's saying. That's the hill he's going to die on, so we're looking for yours this morning. I got a text here. I'm getting married next summer. I will not do the garter and bouquet toss. First of all, super awkward with the groom going up my dress in front of my family and friends. Also, I don't need to call out all the single people who were invited. I always hated going for the toss. There you go. Now, you I like just, the toss. Because you you're a guy. <laughs> yeah, I think the females probably are less excited about it. Okay. Typically, yes. This one, I refuse to do thank you cards. I didn't want over 100 thank you cards. Instead, we made a donation to MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, and let everyone know at the reception they were making a donation in their names. Okay. Well, that's very nice of you to you make the donation. You need to do a thank you card, and if you're making a donation in my name, then I better get a tax receipt. Can <laughs> 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 I give you a gift? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I give a gift at a wedding. Yeah. I'm waiting for my card to know that they got my gift. They know yeah. that I got their gift. I If I don't get one, then I'm like, did they get it? Should I say something? Somewhere on the south side, Jack just turned her head up to the air. Yeah. It was like, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she would oh, be triggered oh, yeah. by that one. It's she manners. loves her thank it's you card. good card. manners. I get it. I get it, though. I Yeah. Thank you cards. Do they matter? I guess they do. Obviously, they Some do. Some people want them. Some yeah. People, it's I probably guess. more of a female thing, mm-hmm. not to be. It's a know. manner. Thing. No, it's not Were a man. Were you raised by wolves? It's not a man thing at all. I said manners. I know. I was just trying to make a dad joke there. Here's a John Party. Heartache medication. Kissing Country 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. My uh, daughter's fiance says uh, no guest book for us. And uh, he's not looking for uh, any options either because even at uh, the dinner when he announced this, we started saying, well, you know, maybe you can get something that, that's about you guys that you can get signed. I don't know. Maybe a record or something. They they like records and they like all sorts of different kind of things. But he's like, no, I just don't think that that's something that we want to do. So we're talking about the hill that you died on when it came to wedding plans. Do you got something there, Crystal? Someone said in an early, earlier text about no thank you cards mm-hmm. and uh, someone here, my my spirit animal, mm-hmm. my head just spun around. Of all the places to cheap out on a wedding, thank you cards are not one. Not thanking people for gifts and just being there is exactly what's wrong with the world. The least you can do is send a simple thanks. But oh. in follow-up, in follow-up, the person that said that they're not doing the cards, it says, in my defense, the donations to my mom in, in memoriam. Because of the Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. Yes. So, okay. okay so. In, in that person's name, so where's yeah. my tax receipt? Yeah. <laughs> Here's another text. I agree that they... You didn't spend see? the money. No, Why do you need the tax receipt? They don't want to sit down and write out no, 100 I, no, cards. No, you can't say that. Don't yeah. be they mean. They said it in the text. Don't be mean. No, I they don't. They said. 
Okay. I don't want to write. I don't think cards. people are saving money by not doing the cards because that. Well, I guess you got to send them out because there's postage. I guess there's postage, but still, it's, it's, the, it's the time and effort to do yeah. that kind of stuff. I yeah. I, but I mean, are you really? Do you really give a gift because you need to be thanked? Is I that, don't. I don't care. You don't have to send me anything. But it, I agree uh, that thank you cards are important. If someone went to the trouble of shopping for a gift, wrapping it, and writing on the card, the least bride and get, d- groom can do is write a card saying thank you for the effort. And yes, it was received. I'm proud to say that all three of my sons and daughter-in-laws sent cards out. What mm. What happens after that? You read it. That's nice. It sits on the counter <laughs> for a it's week just, and then goes in the trash. Yeah. A week? This is... Is that too long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I think it could be a guy thing. I think the guys don't really care about thank you cards. I mean, and again, not all guys, not all women, just maybe... Anyway, what's your take on the whole wedding thing? I, I definitely agree. The thank you cards, not not sending those out is a bit rude, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. I, the garter toss, uh, I'm not doing at my wedding. I'm getting married next year because um, I find that really creepy to do in front of your family. Yeah. How about you take it off yourself and then fire it into the crowd? Right there, there's an idea. There's an idea. Yeah. My my fiance is avidly against it, so, so the, uh, uh, might do a bouquet toss. But then again, we're having a small wedding, so. Yeah. I don't know that I want to single like three people out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, right? I think that I think that the females, single females, are more, you know, they're more, le- they're less excited. The guys are all just like, oh, I'm single, girls, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. But I, I think the whole garter toss thing was definitely invented by a dirty old man. <laughs> yeah, I think it has roots in actually like, um, <laughs> like religious tradition to say that you consummated the marriage. Actually, oh really? So, So it does have creepy roots. (laughs) Google says that the groom would toss out a piece of the bride's wedding attire to distract the guests so he could make a quick getaway with his bride. Ah, I get it. What I'm going to do is get my hands up your dress (laughs) and I'm going to grab the garter. That's kind of icky. Yeah, don't talk like that, Matt, ever again. (laughs) Well. But yeah, no, I I get it. Like, And people are doing things for their own weddings that are different nowadays. I mean, my mother-in-law... Um, did not appreciate the fact that I was having two maids of honor. She thought that was very weird. Right. Um, but, I mean, to each their own. I like the fact that people Whatever. are tailoring it more to what they kind of like as opposed to just going with tradition. Why, yeah, why should you have to follow anything, really? Mm-hmm. Right? Do, your wedding. do what you want to do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, as long as it involves the garter, apparently. <laughs> no. Why don't we all sign the garter? But you have to take it off every time. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh boy, tomorrow night, counting the sleeps. That means there's just one left uh, before the Battle of Alberta returns at uh, Rogers Place. The Oilers playing the Calgary Flames. Eight o'clock start. And uh, we're hoping for some fireworks right off the bat because. And Cassian's mad, and here we go. Now there's going to be penalties in the game. They've been going at each other on and off all night, and Zach Cassian is incensed. He was incensed. And he absolutely uh, pounded the you-know-what out of uh, Kachuk. And, of course, that's, he was already known as the turtle because he didn't want to fight. And, and uh, you know, fighting is kind of going the way of the dodo bird when it comes to the NHL. But he was running around doing all this stuff all game long. And, of course, if you're a Flames fan, you're like, good. They got a penalty. We scored on the power play and we won the game. But, you know, a lot of the uh, hockey purists and most people would be like, no, you got to stand up for yourself at that point. But he didn't. And that was it. I mean... This would kind of, kind of, but not really, be like McDavid having to scrap with 
a player like Cassian. So I understand why he didn't well, do it. Well, he's the right? same size though. They are the same size. Him and it, like it's not like he's way smaller. They're the but same. But he's a, he you know, he's a guy who doesn't make his money yeah. fighting yeah. per se. He's so a goal scorer. You're not standing up for him, are you? No, Matt? I please, hate Makachuk. Please don't stand I, up. For I I dislike the Calgary Flames greatly. It, anyway, but at the end of the day, now there's a big battle going on and everybody's all excited and, and you know, very seldom do these things turn out to be like we hope they will be, but sure. we'll find out. But here was the fun part of the whole thing because the All-Star game happened and so uh, McDavid and Drysaddle had to play on the same team as uh, Matthew Kachuk. So they showed them kind of shaking hands in the dressing room and stuff like that. But Drysaddle had said that he says, if, if I actually get on the ice with him and I have to play on the same t- at the same time as him, I'm going to leave the ice. Well, ironically, he didn't get a chance to leave. He actually scored on a really nice pass from Kachuk. So, you know, you just kind of... Awkward kinda... <laughs> and awesome. It was a little awkward. Because after, after Drysaddle scored the goal, yeah. they just both skated off the ice. Because yeah. normally there's a little fist bump and you go back hey, to the nice center pass, ice. right? But these two, you could tell they don't like each other. They're like, okay, just go back to the... Like McDavid, I think, is more of a peacekeeper yeah. in his, you know, just by nature. But uh, you could just sell Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl does not like him. So the question is, he had to play with him. He had to score a goal. Do you have people that you have to work with or are forced to work with that you'd rather not? And how do you deal with that? Like that person at work you'd like to punch, you know? Tell us about that person at work that you don't like and why you don't like them. That yeah. you hope isn't listening right now and recognizes your voice. <laughs> Chris, who don't you like at work? I like everybody at work. Matt, thanks for asking. <laughs> oh, do you now? There's got to be somebody. No. Let's call them out. No, I like everybody. Okay, fine. Don't, don't keep pushing her. You know what's going to happen. Crystal? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> right answer. <It's> a small room. <laughs> Very small. I'm good. Matt, what about you? I I agree. Same with Chris. But there's person there's a person I used to work with. She's on Matt Leave that I know she didn't like somebody and it happened to be me. <laughs> But we're two superstars, right? Oh, Flying yeah. next to each other. Yeah. So she had to pass it to me once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying if Jack was here, she would say... Me, without a doubt. Yeah. No way. She loves you. Kind of. Yeah, like a because brother. Because she has to. Like a brother. Like, you know... I she guess. feed you like I do? <laughs> no. That's why I like you, Crystal. She's always got goodies for me. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Is there somebody you're forced to work with and you'd rather not? Uh, and uh, besides the boss, the boss is an obvious one, right? But yeah, just, like bosses sometimes have to be bosses. Yeah, they have no choice, yeah. right? In case the boss is listening. Yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Deal. We're talking about the big uh, hockey game tomorrow night. Calgary Flames are in town. Taking on Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisettle, the rest of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Matt Kachuk is going to be in that game. He is now like the villain. It's like wrestling. It really is. I mean, it's just it's so much fun. And he plays that heel so well. He knows exactly what to do. And Human rat. Yeah, exactly. And the last thing he wants to do is really fight back. But, he, you know, he scores and agitates and does sorts. Of, if he was playing on our team, we'd love him. But let's just face it, we just uh, can't stand his gut. So uh, because they had to play together in the All-Star game, because Calgary and Edmonton in the same division, we're talking about people you've had to work with reluctantly. For example, Crystal? Got a, got a text. I'm a truck driver and used to run with other drivers. Is that where like one person drives and one person sleeps? Yeah, resting. I mean? So you have a backup Imagine driver. Imagine being in something the size of a closet for days or weeks with someone you don't get along Somebody with. Somebody that rides <laughs> along with you is called a swamper. I thought the swamper was the person on the back of the garbage truck that does all the picking up the garbage. That could be too. Okay. I don't but know. But couldn't you have co-drivers? Yeah, getting you could. Schematics, yeah, yeah 100%. Okay. Yep. Uh, somebody was uh, is a manager of a Starbucks, has been for years, now doing a mat leave at another location, and someone there keeps saying, the other person was better than you. 
oh, is no. driving him or her insane because the best solution is to make the schedule when that person isn't there because they're the manager. They get to make up the schedule. Right. And Managers get a raw deal, man. Yeah. They do. Because sometimes they just, never, no matter what they do, they're going to get something wrong. You're not going to like them. Right. right uh, as right. a person. And then know. Karen wants to talk to you and her coupon's expired. <laughs> That's <laughs> a whole true. other thing. And here's another text. Uh, there's someone you just can't wait to forget most people have. For me, it's a teacher that I taught with last year, but I can't forget her. Uh, and this is anonymous because I don't want to get eaten alive. She's scary. Oh, we'll protect you. <laughs> that teacher's lounge must be an absolute strong show sometimes. Oh, 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 oh. It could be a reality show, something tells me. Here's Chad Brownlee. Something, something we shouldn't do. Is a can of beans dinner? We'll ask you that question coming up on Kissing Country. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.